أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ربي شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري فهل الأقطة من لساني يفقه قالي السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Welcome to our journey through Quran A string of pearls, the thematic flow of Quran Brought to you by Ikna Sisters Last week's thematic flow, we started from developing virtues Then we chalked out the roadmap to success And then rise and fall of nations To strengthen the nations, we discussed the requirements of a believer. And lastly, we ended the last week on spiritual wonders. Today, inshallah, we will cover four new surahs. Surah Muhammad, Surah Fath, Surah Hujrat and Surah Qaf. Theme is Morals and Character. Our role model as a Muslim is our prophet, beloved Prophet Muhammad wasallam. His morals and his character set a practical guideline for us. Requirements of a believer and spiritual wonders include the complete faith on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Our shahada has two aspects, La ilaha illallah and Muhammadur Rasulullah. Announcing your faith on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam have certain requirements and implications too. It means we are declaring that Rasulullah's obedience will be our priority. Quran and Hadith will be our criterion. Love of Rasulullah should be our precedence over all our loves. Allegiance to Rasulullah sallallahu is actually the criterion of kufr and iman. In our string of pearls today, the first three pearls, Surah Muhammad, Surah Fath and Surah Hujrat have the hidden string, which is honoring the personality of Rasulullah sallallahu developing the love, the respect, the obedience and devotion towards him sallallahu The acceptance of deeds depends upon two things. First, our sincerity and second, it has to be in accordance with the command of Allah and His Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. These first three surahs take the believer towards the character building. And the last surah, Surah Qaf, safeguard it. Why? Believe in hereafter. Believe in hereafter provides the God consciousness, which in fact becomes the driving force for character building. Surah Muhammad, Surah Fath and Surah Hujrat are the Madani surahs. Whereas Surah Qaf is Makkan surah. The time of revelation for Surah Muhammad, Surah Fath and Surah Hujrat is spread out too. Surah Muhammad was revealed after the battle, uh, before the battle of Badr in 2nd Hijra. Surah Fath was revealed after the treaty of Hudaybiyah in 6th Hijra. And Surah Hujrat was revealed after 9th Hijra. So they are spread out but their divine placement Allah put them together in Quran and the thematic flow is amazing for our understanding and it also gives us the roadmap for, for our character building. So now inshallah we will cover the brief overview of these four surahs and practical lessons we can reflect for our character building inshallah. First is Surah Muhammad. This surah was revealed before the battle of Badr and the philosophy of jihad and the important rulings regarding the war are specified here. And we Talk about the philosophy of jihad in Surah Anfal also. This Surah Surah Muhammad starts with a comparison between the believers and non-believers, their status, their deeds and consequences. This Surah warns us multiple times to be cautious of actions that will nullify the good deed. I will just go over few of them so we can be mindful of these actions. We don't want our good deeds to be nullified and go void. Ayah 1, Allah SWT used the word Adalla Amalhum. The good deeds will be void. For those who refuse to accept the teachings and guidance pres presented by Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. 
Then again Allah used the word Fahbat Amalahum. Ayah 9. Allah made their deeds fruitless and Allah specified the reason that is because they hate that which Allah has sent down, which means that they did not want or like what Allah revealed. Third time, Allah used the word Fahbat Amalahum, Ayah 28. Allah make their deeds go to waste and again specify the reason because they practice things that bring Allah's wrath and show aversion to the deeds that pleases Him. And last but not least, Ayah 33, Sa Yahbit Amalahum. The consequences of disobeying to Rasulullah will also be the nullifying of the deeds. So opposing messenger, who is showing the guidance? Promise of obedience and good talk, but it is not followed by action, is cursed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But in Surah Muhammad, with these multiple warnings, there are multiple good news also. There is a good news for those who accept the guidance. Allah increase their iman. Allah, and this guidance increases with good deeds, making them firm on it. And it further increases their taqwa, their God consciousness. These are the steps for spiritual advancement. Another glad tidings given, if you support the cause of Allah, Allah will support you, help you, protect you and make you steadfast. Third time, of the glad tidings and good news given to those who obey Allah and obey the messenger. So Allah SWT is saying, obeying the messenger will validate the good deed. Subhanallah. And in the end of the surah, there is a call for jihad with our nerves, with our wealth. Instructions are given to avoid the stinginess, the bukhul. And a warning for those who ignore this call. Allah said, if you ignore this call, Allah will replace you. Urging the believers to shoulder the responsibilities of their faith. Struggle with wealth and nafs in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not only essential for the success in the world, but also for the success in hereafter. And at the same time, it's not easy, but at the same time, the comfort and console have been given that Allah is the protector of those, for those who strive in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, inshallah, after Surah Muhammad, Surah Fath, this Surah Surah Fath was revealed in context when Muslims felt frustrated and disheartened after the Treaty of Hudaybiyah in 6 Hijra. Muslims came to offer Umrah to fulfill Rasulullah wasallam's dream. Quraysh denied the access to Muslims. They, Quraysh denied the access to them to go inside Makkah. And Rasulullah wasallam sent Uthman bin Affan anhu, as an ambassador to the Quraysh so that he can convince them that Muslims are here just for Umrah. They are here peacefully and not for the war. But instead, he was detained and a rumor spread that he has been killed. At that time, companions pledged the allegiance to take revenge. But after they find out that it was a rumor and after negotiation, and it was decided to resolve the matter through diplomacy rather than war. And a treaty was drawn. And Muslims have to go back without Umrah and have to sign a peace treaty, which sounded unfair. This surah reveals how Allah intended the ultimate goal of Muslims to be much greater than conquering Makkah. Allah has promised victory and the goal of victory is to earn the forgiveness and the guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our understanding of a victory is usually what? It is linked to power. We think of a victory as taking over lands. But this surah, Surah Fatha, guide us that the victory is in fact in peace. And Rasulullah when signed the peace treaty with negotiation and dialogues, it shows that Islam was propagated through peace. 
also in surah fath allah gives the reason why the muslims couldn't enter makkah and why they were ordered not to fight and respond or retaliate translation ayah 25 allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said if it had not been for the believing man and believing woman whom you did not know and had there not been the fear that you might trample on them and unwittingly incur blame on their account so according to this ayah the scholars explained that inside makkah there were men and women that secretly took shahada and nobody knew so attacking makkah would have put their life in danger and attacking and taking over makkah without knowing who is muslim and who is not would have put bad names to the muslim that they kill their own so we have to reflect nowadays when muslims to bad look bad in front of non muslims it is not just only due to the propaganda a lot of the time it is because of muslims are killing other muslims around the world we fight with each other and we kill each other and we look bad in front of non muslims and to this day this shura shows us to this day it is not permissible to attack a civilian population this sura surah hujrat surah fath tell us the reality of what is the meaning of true fath true victory and the treaty of hudaybiya not only recognize that because of that it was the islam the islamic state in madina was recognized and it allowed the muslim to practice islam publicly and propagate islam publicly and many people after this they saw islam in a new light and it led so many people more accepting islam especially there are few names khalid bin walid radiyallahu anhu amr bin al as radiyallahu anhu uthman bin Aff- talha radiyallahu anhu and maawiya bin abu sufyan radiyallahu anhu this surah surah fath also depicts the loyalty and faithfulness of companions toward prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam they pledge allegiance to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says pledging allegiance to rasulullah is also same as pledging allegiance to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala honoring the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam subhanallah also allah describes the merits and the qualities of the companions of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam radiyallahu anhum waradu an allah is pleased with them and they are pleased with him these qualities are the guidelines for us for our character building and our training the first quality mention of the companions is that that they are hard against the unbelievers and merciful to one another the second quality of the blessed companion is that that they are generally preoccupied with ruku and sujood so you see the first quality is the mark of their perfection in faith and the second quality is the mark of their perfection in their deeds this surah shows us the continuous process of tarbiya striving for allah's pleasure they were kind to each other they provide support to each other in the establishment of allah's deen and surah fath also like surah muhammad talks about increase in iman tranquility sakina is mentioned tranquility sakina in the hearts of the believer and tranquility is directly linked to the fact that allah knows and we don't know submitting to allah's will and being content with it and when you submit to allah's will and content with it what happen it increase the iman qualitatively and allah says if you have iman allah will give you even more iman both quantitatively and qualitatively so the ultimate goal is forgiveness itself and this surah through the history shows us when hereafter jannah 
become their goal allah gave them the victory of this dunya this world now the third surah surah hujrat this surah describes the high standard of morality the character building the islamic moral code is the backbone of ummah fulfilling the rights of allah fulfilling the rights of prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and fulfilling the rights of muslims honoring three things three h honoring rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam honoring our fellow muslims and honoring our faith in the first five verses it is commanded not to advance before rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam not to raise our voices before rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and you might wonder what does it mean for us today scholars say it means to accept the authority of hadith quran is the text and hadith is its guide providing us the details to understand the quran in regard to knowledge and action rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is our teacher and guide we are in need of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam's teaching along with his exemplary character we should be aware of the fitna of hadith rejectors shaitan attacked on people with intellect and their lust take them to deny the authority of sunna and hadith what is the purpose purpose is to create doubts in the minds like the quran sunna too has been preserved by mass transmission scholars have written books on hadith rejectors and their different objections and answered those objections we don't have time to go into details of that today but i urge you to be equipped with the defense against this fitna rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam warned us against this fitna I will quote a hadith which is narrated in Ahmad Abu Daud Ibn Majah and Tirmidhi Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said soon there will be there will come a time that a man will be reclining on his pillow and when one of my hadith is narrated he will say the book of Allah is sufficient between us and you whatever it states is permissible and we will take as permissible and whatever it states as forbidden we will take as forbidden verily whatever the messenger of allah has forbidden is like that which allah has forbidden so we have to be aware of this fitna after the rights of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam rights of fellow muslims are mentioned love of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam should lead us to the love of our fellow believers and fulfilling their rights a very important instruction is given to check the news the authenticity the credibility before forwarding it to others We live in the age of media. A lesson for us to be mindful and ask Allah for rushd, because Allah used the word for the people who check the authenticity and credibility of the news. Allah called them ar rashidin. And in this age of deception, we need rushd. Rushd is what? You might wonder what is rushd? Rushd is to differentiate right from wrong and adopt what's right and leave what's wrong. In Surah Kahf. the people of the cave those young men also ask allah for rushd may allah gives us rushd so that we can differentiate in this time of fitna falsehood and truth and then after differentiating adopt the truth in the middle of the surah surah hujrat mediation or peace making is encouraged if the fight between the believers erupts a believer never sits and watch two believers fight his faith demands him to act as a peacemaker Then the Islamic etiquettes of the moral behavior are described. Three verbal misconducts are mentioned, and three diseases of the hearts are mentioned. And inshallah, we will go through them one by one briefly. The first is do not laugh at someone to downgrade them, 
and in today's world humor is used to raise voice against injustice and social evils of the society that's understandable but using the same humor to belittle any individual or any race it can't be justified allah says specifically in surah hujurat that one group shouldn't laugh at other group why word group is used scholars say because we are more prone to make fun of each other when we are together just cracking jokes and this is mostly what mostly stand up comedy nowadays and women are mentioned separately not to laugh at each other putting down someone physical ability mental ability maybe it's their accent their home their car their phone their dress their shoes makeup cooking decoration etc and the making of making fun of other person it some sometime it may be verbal and sometime it may be non verbal through the gestures we have to keep in mind that everything is being recorded allah is recording everything subhanallah the second verbal misconduct mention is do not defame someone through sarcastic remarks finding flaws in someone and put someone's down damaging someone's confidence as long as we are unaware of our own faults what happened we look into faults and failings of others so what is the solution we should start looking at our own faults then we don't have time to look at other people's faults and go looking for them the third misconduct mention is do not call someone by offensive nicknames no bad name calling to insult someone we should not address people by their nicknames that they dislike now the three diseases of the heart the first is avoid immoderate suspicious no assumption no guesses if you feel suspicious give people the benefit of doubt most kinds of suspicious are baseless and to be avoided and some are crimes in themselves for they do cruel injustice to the innocent man and woman the second evil the disease of the heart mention is do not spy on one another spying eavesdropping inquiring too curiously into other people's business other people's affairs it might be personal emails private texts phone calls or facebook social media trolls the third the last islamic etiquette to teach islamic etiquettes and moral behavior the third disease of the heart mention we have to avoid is do not backbite on one another keep secrets of the fellow muslims riba is disgusting like eating raw meat of a dead brother don't even listen change the topic leave and allah specified that in the next ayahs that these all these social evils are usually due to superiority complex and allah specified that nationalism and say racial distinction is usually the cause of the superiority complex the pride leads to these social evils corrupting the collective life and spoiling the mutual relationships in front of allah the superiority will be because of taqwa the righteousness and in the end of the surah rights of the true faith is described faith is not only the verbal statement of believing in allah and his rasul but it's also to obey them in practical life strive in the cause of allah with the sincere efforts with your own self and with your wealth now the last surah surah qaf it's a makkan surah and rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam recite this surah in eid prayers and in juma prayers showing us the importance of the passage this surah is giving us it's the belief of hereafter 
and it is the belief of hereafter that provide the believer the conscious efforts to strive in dunya for hereafter fulfilling the rights of allah subhanahu wa taala his messenger and our fellow muslims were specified in the previous surah but when it is coupled with belief of hereafter in surah qaf it gives us protection a safeguard a driving force in the start of surah qaf allah is drawing us as as an evidence that the nobility and the majesty of the quran he is then expressing the fact that disbelievers have two things to say either they will find the quran very strange or they have doubt about resurrection and allah responded allah responded translation the earth is already taking you little by little every day we can ref- this this gives us the reflection for a daily our routine we are already part of a slow dying process aging every day and getting weaker and weaker then in surah qaf the rational arguments for life after death from the history of rejection of prophets are mentioned allah is telling us that allah is the creator he has complete knowledge he knows the prompting of the heart he is nearer than nearer than the juggler vain his angels are recording mankind's deeds allah told telling us the agonies of death are real the day of judgment is a reality on in that day every person will be brought forward with two angels and one of them will drive and the other will have the record the veil of negligence will be removed and every ungrateful person who was enemy of the truth who committed shirk and who was rebellious and was caught in suspicions will be thrown in hell fire a very scary scene is described that they will quarrel with iblis about iblis will and as the iblis will what iblis will absolve himself of the responsibility then a very scary scene is mentioned when the hell will be asked are you phil and the hell will answer hal mim mazid are there any more allahumma la tajalna minhum may allah don't make us among those but when there is a fear there is also a hope the pious and the penitent people who believed in the unseen and had devoted hearts they are mentioned that they will be entered into paradise they will have everything they desired and they will be given more whatever they desire subhanallah allahumma tajalna minhum allah subhanahu wa make us among those people and in the end of the surah the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam has been advised to be patient to glorify and praise allah subhanahu wa taala keep praying and continue preaching and reminding people with the help of quran so now let's end the session session today's session with a dua allahumma arzuqni tafakkura wa tadabbura bima yatluhu lisani min kitabika wal fahma lahu wal ma'rifata bima anihi wan nazara fi ajaibihi wal amala bi zalika ma baqitu inqa ala kulli shay'in qadir oh allah grant me the ability to reflect and ponder on and to understand whatever my tongue reads from your book and to go into the depths of its meaning and recognize its wonders and to act accordingly to it as long as i live indeed you have power over everything ameen so alhamdulillah we finished the brief overview of these four surahs and inshallah tomorrow session will be conducted by sister abia salman and i will introduce her to you she is mashallah currently lives in the bellevue washington she went to the college at the university of washington in seattle and got her undergrad degree in electrical engineering and after that she worked at amazon as a software software engineer for a few years but then she quit to stay home bomb with her kids 
she is a mom of two girls mashallah and according to her nowadays she can be reliably found either doing some crafts or science experiments with her kids or viciously scrolling through instagram to learn from the amazing muslim homeschooling moms around the world so inshallah she will conduct tomorrow's session assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem bismillahir rahmanir rahim wal asr innal insana lafi khusr illa allazina amanu wa amilus salihat وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك نشهد ان لا اله الا انت نستغفرك ونتوب اليك والسلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته